Hi, I'm Taylor. And I'm Maddie. And it's time for another episode of Sisters Who Posh. We are two sisters who love thrifting and have been reselling online for the past few years. We are sharing all of our best tips and tricks along the way, as well as setting goals and updating our progress each week with brand new episodes every Tuesday. Hello, hello. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Sisters Who Posh. This week's episode is titled Love It or List It. So we will be talking about some of the items we've found recently that we've decided to love and kept it, or we've decided to list and sell it on Poshmark and has been a good flip for us. Yes, this is inspired by the HGTV code. I was just going to say that. Let's give credit where credit's due. <laughs> Unfortunately, we are not sponsored by them at this time, but we are. We would be interested. So something to keep in mind. <laughs> that is one of our personal favorite HGTV shows, I would have to say. Love it or list it. Totally. Check it out on HGTV. I'll give them the free promo. <laughs> <laughs> Hillary! <laughs> Hillary and David, right? It's just not in the budget. <laughs> but I need the gaming suite. <laughs> we want to do our living room, kitchen, bathroom, basement, garage Bonus space, space, man cave. And she's like, okay, we only can do the bathroom now. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry. That's kind of niche. But check it out on HGTV. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But before we get into all of that, how's it going this week? What is new? It's going good. We haven't recorded an episode in a while here. So there's lots to discuss with new updates first thing is we've both been doing some trading at <laughs> our favorite trading post, Buffalo Exchange. <laughs> I know. It makes me think of Oregon Trail, like going to the trading post and like yeah. making some deals. <laughs> okay. This is off topic too. But one time in like fourth grade, we were like learning about trading posts in school and like the assignment was yeah. like you go home and you like make a bunch of stuff like out of construction paper and then like the next day at school you're gonna trade it and I like went all out making like such good stuff like yeah these like beaver furs made out of construction paper and like all I can't remember but like all this stuff and then like no one else in the class took it as seriously and I'm like I like don't want to trade with you guys my stuff's way better <laughs> my stuff is like way too valuable <laughs> yeah it's kind of like that at Buffalo Exchange <laughs> But yeah, we've both been going there and we've had a few questions since we talked about that last about like what our strategy is when we go and all of that. So do you want to like talk a little bit about that? Yeah, for sure. So I guess my strategy so far with Buffalo Exchange has been like bring inventory that I've had for a long time, hasn't sold yet, maybe isn't going to sell for as much as I anticipated when I originally picked it up, just trying to like keep it fresh, move some of that stale inventory. So that's been my strategy so far is just bringing those kind of items to Buffalo Exchange, making sure they don't have any like wrinkles, folding them up really nice and packing them really nicely in a bag. And then trading those out for items at Buffalo that I think will sell for like 60 plus dollars where it's like, okay, these items I've had are like clearly not killing it. <laughs> <laughs> are not yeah. making me any money just sitting here. 
that's been my strategy. I think especially the first time I went, it was all items that I've like had for a long time that I brought in. The second time I went, I packed a few more items where it was like from the bins where I still kind of like stand by. I still stand by the items like I they're cool or they're like have a good style or a good brand, but just like it would be quicker to just give them to Buffalo and get some credit for than to like wait for me to sell, especially since I got them for such a low price. So I threw in some of those this time. You've had a little bit of a different strategy. Yeah, similar with taking some of the old inventory in for sure, but I've been still sourcing primarily like at the bins. So I've been like going to the bins probably once a week and then the stuff that I think Buffalo will be interested in, kind of like what you were saying where, yes, I could probably sell it in my own closet for more, but there's stuff at Buffalo Exchange that I could sell for like a better price and like more money and have to do less work photographing this one item. So I'm kind of doing almost like a pass of most things from the bins that I think that Buffalo would be interested in, at least sending it there first. Cause if they take it great, I can trade it out for something else that can sell for a little more. And if they pass on it, then I can list it myself. And the way I've been like trying to, I've been trying to get more organized, like how I'm doing this. Cause it's kind of like a lot to keep track of with, not just having like a big pile of stuff like yeah. <laughs> waiting to go there, like sitting in your car or, you know, how I, how I wanted to kind of do it. So I have like a big reusable bag that's from Macy's and it's probably like three feet wide, honestly. It kind of reminds me of like the Ikea ones where it's just like a huge, yeah. <laughs> huge reusable bag. And I have that sitting. There's like a perfect little like nook in my posh room where that bag can kind of like fit in there. Typically, like on Wednesday or Thursday during the week, I'm using the Posher VA to relist items that are past the 61 days or whatever. And when I see those items go to the top of my closet after they're relisted, I like kind of like look through those ones. And if there's anything that I think Buffalo would take or something I've had for like ever that's been relisted for like the last two years consistently, yeah, <laughs> I'm just pulling those items and marking them as not for sale and then throwing them in that Macy's bag. And then what I did this last week that I really liked is I brought that Macy's bag that was maybe halfway filled with some of my older inventory from doing that. I put it in my car. And then when I went to the bins, as I was like bagging up the stuff I bought from the bins, I set aside like a pile of stuff that I was going to try to take the buy, sell, trade store. And once I got to my car, I just put all the stuff from that bag into the Macy's bag and then just stopped by Buffalo Exchange on my way home. And I really liked that because then it was like, a catch-all for all the older stuff in my closet, but then I'm not having to even... Buffalo ended up taking some of the stuff that I got at the bins like that day, which then it didn't even have to come into my house. And I like that better because then like once it does come into my house, then I can just list it myself. Yeah, definitely. That's a really good strategy. The tip you gave me that really helped too is marking them not for sale before you go. So then you can kind of take inventory of like what they took and kind of compare it to what they didn't take. So there's like no confusion of like lost items too. That's like the one thing with taking it straight from Buffalo that I want to incorporate some type of system with because I would like to know. It it, it was all happening so fast where it's like I picked it up at the bins and then I took it straight to Buffalo Exchange for some of it. And I kind of don't really remember what was even in there that I added. So I think next time, maybe I'll like take a picture as I'm bagging it up of each of the things, just so when I get home, I can kind of have a reference of like which items they were super interested in. So I 
I can have that as like research for next time I go to the bins. I feel like they take a wide variety of stuff, like vintage, top brands right now, like all sorts of styles where I feel like Play-Doh's is maybe a little more focused on certain brands or styles. Yeah. Fair to say. It is. So my Play-Doh's posted on their Instagram this week saying like, hey, we're sourcing for spring now. We're looking for like yeah. denim shorts, summer dresses, designer purses, whatever whatever their categories they were looking for. Bringing stuff from my own closet that were older. This week I focus especially on like shorts that I've had that I've either sourced from the bins over the last couple months or I've had for a long time in my closet. I brought it into Buffalo first and they passed on like a lot of the shorts. And I even mentioned to the girl, I was like, Oh, I wasn't sure if you guys were taking shorts yet, da 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 da, because I know Plato's was, but I didn't know if like Buffalo was. Right but at Buffalo, she said she's like, oh, we're always sourcing the best of all four seasons, so we were just being mm. more selective. Where I think Plato's does source a little more based on season because they do those like special event drops and stuff on certain weekends that are like Valentine's Day or yeah. Know, I feel like they're doing a little more seasonal, and they do their big sale. Definitely. Yeah. When I when I went to play or when I went to Buffalo last, what they ended up taking there was like a couple like heavy coats, but then there was also shorts. So I think you're totally right that it's like they're just taking not necessarily based on the season. So that's good to keep in mind when you're thinking of what to bring to Buffalo Exchange. Yeah, I like that we go to Buffalo first though because I do notice getting. I know there's a big drop off from what you're able to get for a piece at Buffalo compared to Plato's like. Yeah. They just don't pay as much at Play-Dohs for whatever reason. Yeah, I totally agree. And like when I'm picking things up at Buffalo Exchange, like both times so far, I've like ended up still with a credit because I'm trying to be like super selective once I've like. Because they have it priced kind of high still for reselling. Yeah. And now we're trading for it. So it feels like it's free, but you do want to like keep that yeah. in mind too, for sure. Definitely. And I'm like, I'm trading in items for these. So I really don't want this to be something that sits for a long time. <laughs> yeah. You want it to be like stuff that sells that week for a lot. Like, yeah, really exactly. The, the hidden gems. <laughs> oh my gosh. Actually, I follow on Instagram currently Lily, who's another reseller in Phoenix. I was like just about to walk into Buffalo and I was like sitting in the car looking at my Instagram and I saw that she had been to the same Buffalo that I was at like a couple hours before. She had found such good stuff and I was like, no, but also I was happy for her. But it was just like kind of funny to be like, (laughs) could have been me, could have been me, but there's always next time. I know. I just thought it was hilarious. I'm like, dang it. (laughs) It's like, you almost don't want to (laughs) know. I know. But I'm really happy because it's like, at least I know that there's like really good brands to be found there. So yeah. I definitely want to keep going back. Definitely. Yeah. I, fe- I feel like I see other like Dallas resellers all the time, like what they're picking up. And I'm like, what? Where, Where did, did you find, find this? this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so fun. Yeah. There's always new stuff coming in though. So you can't get get yeah. too jealous but it, it just is when I'm literally in the parking lot and she's has like <laughs> six like amazing brand dresses like yeah uh, I can't remember but all this really good stuff really cute stuff it was a little bit funny <laughs> that's funny I had a really exciting sale this past week Ooh. so sometimes people message us on Instagram or on Poshmark that listened to the podcast and I know this is kind of meta to talk about but I 
sold a Patagonia sweater to a listener of our podcast. <gasps> Woohoo! I sent her, you know, kind of our standard message and she responded and she's like, oh my gosh, I like listened to the podcast, like how crazy that she just happened to be looking for this like Patagonia sweater that I have. And we were able to come to an agreement on price and I saw it got delivered today and she gave me five stars and is saying the sweater is just as described. So I'm so happy to hear that it arrived safely. And yeah, it was just super fun to interact with a listener in that way. I've never had a listener like buy Make something a purchase. from my closet. Yeah. yeah. I've had people like find my closet and, you know, say hi and stuff like that, which I love to see. But it was so fun to interact with a listener in that way. So thank you, Miss Glam Bam. Had to give you a shout out for purchasing the Patagonia. Hope you're loving it. Yes. And we do love getting messages, especially on on Poshmark itself. It's really fun when people are like, oh, like I listen to the podcast. The last couple of times we've had like closet sales where we st- yeah. you know, send a message out to like basically everyone that's ever liked an item from us in the last couple months. I always get like one or two people back being like, hey, I'm a listener. Da, 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 da. It's like, that's so cool. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I had kind of an embarrassing one also this past week where, oh, no. <laughs> you know how like sometimes you share your closet and then it like kind of gets out of order and it's like a weird place at the top where we all have those listings that are like we're not as proud of than like that are kind of towards the bottom so like my personal items that are kind of like not that cool that are just like (laughs) not my best photography skills either somehow those were like all at the top and (laughs) someone messaged me I wish I had their name written down but and they were like oh I like just found the podcast like thanks for all the tips and things like that and I saw what which listing she wrote it on I was like so embarrassed I was like this is like the most embarrassing one I have like not a good listing at all. You're like quickly. You, you told me about this. You're like I quickly went to my closet and sorted it price high to low. Yeah, I was like, like shared a few. Jeez, I can't have trying these. to bury the embarrassing ones. Yeah. So thank you for bearing with me. If you see any of those. Yeah. Hey, that's real life. Everyone has those weird listings at the bottom of your closet. Got to start somewhere. Definitely. All right, and then I had one other update for the week here. This is more of a Facebook Marketplace update. I did a little sourcing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I have a pug, Charlie. And lately, me and my husband have, we've been really liking going for like bike rides. The weather in Phoenix is like perfect this time of year. It's like 60s to 70s, sometimes almost 80. Um, yeah. Like every day. And my husband, Rick, like really likes mountain biking. So we don't really mountain bike together, but we have been like just taking our bikes down to like there's a really long like bike way bike trail thing that runs all through like I think it starts in Tempe and goes all the way like up through Scottsdale and it's super pretty and fun to like go on bike rides there and there's like some restaurants along the way you can stop at we really wanted to uh, bring our dog with us because I feel like he would like love running around in like the park down there and there's a dog park that's even right along the trail and all of that yeah but there's like no way that I have a basket on the back of my bike but it's like he's gonna instantly try to jump out of that like that will never work (laughs) and um 
So I was looking online. I looked at them before. You can buy like a one of those little like trailer, like a kind of like a chariot for your. <laughs> like usually, I see more commonly people getting them for their kids to be like pulled behind the bike. Right. <laughs> but they do make them for dogs. Then it has like a little like leash attachment on the inside. So they can't like get out and they can just hang out in there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I was looking for them online and they were like kind of expensive. So I was like, oh, it's kind of extra. Like, I don't, I don't know if we're that committed to taking them on the bike rides. If it's yeah. going to cost like $200. But I just decided to check Facebook marketplace and I found a really good deal on a secondhand one that someone was selling. So we nice. bought it for him and we've been, went, we went on a couple bike rides with him so far. I have to say He's not totally sure about it yet. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he he goes in it and it's like fine. He, how do I say this? He doesn't <laughs> love if he can't see me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's behind Rick's bike because it's like kind of heavy to pull. So yeah, like, I was going to ask whose bike is it attached to? Yeah, it's attached to Rick, Rick's bike, which is fine. But yeah, and he he likes he he'll ride in it, but he's a little unsure about the whole thing. It's a little bit funny. Yeah. But it's so funny when you have have him in there though, because like everyone that you pass by on the bikes does like a double take because they expect it to be like kids in there. A and small child. Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it literally everyone does a double take and then everyone smiles, or you like hear people on the side be like, Oh, did you see that dog in there? And it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a celebrity. What a celebrity. <laughs> So yeah, that was my newest um, Facebook marketplace find. Kind of ties into our episode today with the love it or list it. Definitely something I bought secondhand that I've been loving. Yes. Awesome. This week, we received an email from a listener that we wanted to share. So this email comes from Amanda. She recently started reselling in September, it sounds like. And her Instagram and Poshmark, if you want to follow her, is we will frock you, which is kind of a hilarious play on words there. (laughs) I love it. Um, But she sent us an email uh, saying that she just discovered our podcast in the middle of December and she's listened to all but the latest 10 episodes so far, but she's loving it. So we're glad to hear that. Awesome. Um, She just started reselling in September of 2021. She's made 57 sales so far. She's mostly been sourcing from the bins. She lives six minutes away from a Goodwill outlet bins center. Oh my gosh. Which is like goals. (sighs) And she's 15 minutes from a second Goodwill bins. Oh my goodness. Location, 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 you know? Seriously. Um, (laughs) She might be able to walk there. Well, probably not. Then you'd have to carry the stuff back. That would be a lot. Yeah, it's like about a 30 to like sometimes 30 to 35 minute drive for me to go to mine. I've been going every week. If it was five minutes away, I would be there like so often. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, she said she's been going there all the time. She sourced a whole bunch, but she did want to share a listener win with us today. So she said she's mostly been sourcing from the bins lately, but the first couple of months she dabbled in some retail arbitrage. And she ended up buying two men's Carhartt jackets. She paid $60 for one of them. And then she paid up $70 for this heavy duty fire resistant coat. She ended up selling both of them this last month. Oh, wow. One for $110 and one for $179. So she ended up making over $100 profit just on those two sales. 
So congrats on the great flip. I thought that was awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Amanda. Did it sound like I was calling you Amanda or? Um, I'm Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whatever. All right. So that brings us to the topic today. Love it or list it. <laughs> yes. We are talking about the items we purchased secondhand. Which ones we're most excited to keep for ourselves and which ones we're most excited to list for a quick flip. Yes. All right. So do we want to go through our love it's first? My first love it, I got at the bins. I, so I got this Target, one of the Target brands, mock neck sweatshirts in a green color from the bins. And I think I posted about this on my Instagram because I modeled a lot of stuff that I got at the Fort Worth bins. Then, <laughs> then I fell in love with it. Um, which is the risk of modeling where it's a big risk with modeling. Then you can see it on yourself and you're like, I kind of look good. (laughs) So I did end up keeping that. I I wear it like once a week. I love it. The fact that I got it for like a dollar is crazy. That's been a core item in my wardrobe recently. Okay. For my first love it, I recently was at Plato's Closet doing a little trading action. And trading I, post. Yes. I found it was actually hung up by the dresses, which I thought was kind of strange, but it was a two-piece set, kind of like a pajama loungewear set. It's kind of this like dusty purple mauve color. And the whole outfit is kind of a uh, waffle knit texture and has stars mm. all over it. Yeah, I've been wearing that every day ever since. It's so comfy. There's no way I'm selling it. I didn't even think I was going to sell it when I bought it. I knew it was for me. (laughs) You've been calling it your uniform. It's my uni. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Ultimate comfy. Highly recommend, especially if you work from home like us, those comfy sets. You don't have to be on camera or anything. Like, I know Maddie, sometimes you have to do, like, you know, talk to other people. Then maybe not, but ultimate comfort having like a loungewear set because it feels better than just wearing like it's like some of my pajamas that are just like old t-shirts and like nasty sweatpants like you actually feel put together when you wear the lounge set but you're still totally the most comfy you've ever been 100 i remember like five years ago for my birthday you got me one of those like pajama sets that has the like collar (laughs) like the classic like button down pajamas with the shorts that match yeah, we always talk about how you feel so like put together when you wear it. Same kind of yeah. thing with lounge sets. Even when you wake up and you're like brushing your teeth, you're like, oh, I'm just like have my ish together, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so, Love yeah, it. Very excited about those lately. I just bought them this week, but they've already they've already, already got my money's worth. worth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was kind of mad because I was looking for them actually earlier, and I asked my husband. He's like, Oh, I was doing laundry. I think they're in the wash. I'm like. Uh, okay. <laughs> I need to be put back on. I didn't really approve that yet, but okay. Another one of my love it recently is I bought a pair of Madewell jeans for myself at Plato's that have like the button fly, like high rise. 
style and I've like wanted this exact style for like years but I've been too cheap to buy them myself so when I found them I saw they were my size I tried them on at Play-Doh's I was so excited and I bought them for myself and I have a couple other pair of Madewells that I've also thrifted in the past that I like keep in my personal closet and they're not listed I decided to part with those because I was like, those are more like placeholders for these. Like these are what I really wanted. So I listed those two that I have had for like a year. One of them already sold. Like it sold pretty quickly after I listed it for like a really good price. And I was like, wow, these had like a whole life before me. And then I had them for a long time and like got some good wear out of them and they're still in really good shape and now someone else has them so that was like a full they're living up to their name they're made well they are yeah these (laughs) things are made well exactly i'm shocked (laughs) yeah so i'm so excited about my new made wells so i feel like being a reseller i feel like we were already kind of thrifty before and liked getting a good deal but when you're a reseller now we're even thriftier, I would say, where yeah. like before I ever resold on Poshmark, I occasionally would like buy things on Poshmark, like secondhand. And I was like excited to get a good deal. But I feel like sometimes even sourcing a Poshmark, I'm like, I could thrift this myself. I have to keep waiting until I find it myself in the wild. Right. I can't pay someone else like 50 to $60 for Madewells. I know they're 100 and $30 at the store. So that's still a really good deal. That's how much I sell them for. But now that I'm like sourcing all the time, there's a yeah. chance I could find those for like five to $10 for myself. Exactly. <laughs> I totally agree. Yeah. It's really hard to like buy something full price or like you were saying, even on Poshmark sometimes when you're like, oh, there's a chance that I could just find this myself Yeah, for really cheap. So Double-edged sword. <laughs> Double-edged sword. All right. What's another one of your love-its? I have kind of a similar one with the jeans. Um, one of my favorite kinds of jeans to wear is the Levi's Wedgie Fit. I yeah. have them in like a black wash. I have like a light blue one. And I have like a true denim darker blue color. Yeah. But the I used to have the Levi's in the darker blue color. I was kind of wishful thinking on the size a little bit like I had the Mm. other two colors like in my actual size and I had like this one was like a size or two down but I could get them on but I found my actual size of them at Play-Doh's the other week when I was sourcing so I did the same thing where I traded the smaller size ones that I wasn't wearing as much and then I have like now I feel like my collection's complete I have a brand new pair and they're like Honestly, they are in like brand new conditions. So I feel like I got like a brand new pair of jeans and I'm definitely going to be able to sell the pair that I did have in my closet for more than I bought the pair at Play-Doh's floor for. So right. win, win, win. That's awesome. Yeah, I have another jean situation. It's kind of between love it and list it because it has been listed this whole time, but I have been loving it. So it's <laughs> kind of a problem. It's a pair of Princess Polly jeans that I have had listed and I've been wearing. I just saw that they sold today and it was like happy but sad. It was very melancholy moment. What am I going to wear now? Yeah. (laughs) 
it was fun while it lasted. So that's totally a thing. I feel like resellers do. I've seen other people talk about it too, where it's like when you have something that you are listing in your closet, but you're still kind of wearing, but you kind of like list it higher. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm willing to sell it for the right price, but exactly. not just for any price. Another love it. This one is a little random, but at the bins one time I found this card game version of the classic video game of Oregon Trail, but it's like just like a board game card version. And it seriously was like brand new. Like it didn't like I opened up the box and you know you can tell when like a game's been used or like when like it's crisp, everything's in the right spots. It doesn't even look like it's been touched. So I found that at the bin. So I paid, you know, like a dollar for it. Been playing that and we've had people come to visit a couple of the last trips people have made to see us. And it's really, really fun. Um, and we actually ended up buying, I bought a full price one from the store and we gave it to my like brother-in-law, Rick's brother and his wife for Christmas this year because oh they loved it so much. So honestly, highly recommend the Oregon Trail card game, but especially Ooh. if you can get at the bins in mint condition. Love it. I have another love it too from the bins that I got in Arizona that has become a staple in my wardrobe now as well. It's from gap and it's like a cutoff crew neck tank top that's like a knit material and it's like off-white beige yeah i absolutely love it like i wear it all the time it's like kind of cropped too so i wear it with like leggings and like a jean jacket it's like my go-to like weekend outfit now that it's a little bit cooler out and yeah to think i got it for like it's like really lightweight sense yeah Yeah. (laughs) Especially like, I really like um, a ribbed kind of knit tank top like that, especially when you live in a warmer climate like Texas or Arizona. Um, Cause then you can wear, kind of get like a sweater look with a jean jacket, but not be like dying of heat underneath your right. jean jacket. Yeah. Okay. I mentioned on my Instagram, but I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast yet, but the other week I went to the bins and I randomly found four different Patagonia pieces in the bins which is like crazy because up until that point i had never found patagonia yeah ever that day i found four for like a dollar each at the bins it was crazy were they all in the same bin i'm forgetting now i know for sure that like two of them were in the same bin as each other i think three were in the same bin as each other and then one was separate yeah i think they were all from the same person the three that were in the same bin one of the ones i found was one of those like better sweater um patagonia like iconic the best <clears throat> yes and it was like in a dark gray color with a quarter zip and it was a men's one um i brought it home and my husband's been wanting one of those and it was his size he tried it on first he was like Aww. kind of a little weirded out about the bins of it all but once he tried it on he was like you get over that quick when it's patagonia quick when it's patagonia and it's one dollar yeah and it's in mint condition and you can run it through your washer it's fine so yeah he ended up keeping that one i was happy because we probably were gonna at some point like just buy him one you know yeah (laughs) so it's definitely like we got a really good deal on it for one dollar like check it off the list (laughs) when i first found it i just was i was so excited for my like poshmark reselling because i'm like oh that'd be like such a fast good flip but i'm happy he has it i guess (laughs) i don't know i'm it's bittersweet that's like when i gave bjorn the all birds yes it's exactly like that they do fit you dang it (laughs) it's like 
Yay. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. Yeah, I know. Hard to hard to know what the right move is. I'm like, I could sell it and maybe buy you one on Poshmark for like twenty dollars. <laughs> but no, he's keeping it. I have another love it from the bins in Arizona. So I found this rug that was like super colorful stripes that I ended up getting and it is in my kitchen now, right by my, like in front of my sink. I wanted like a rug or something to put in the kitchen just to kind of like break it up and like have something nice to stand on. So I've been really liking that. When I first put it down, it, it's like woven, so it doesn't have like good grips on it. So the first oh. week we had it, it was just like one day it's over there, like flying around. <laughs> and Bjorn's like, this is not working. <laughs> but I had, I'm really into those like liner things that you put on your shelves or like yes. you can put in shelves that are kind of like grippy. Grippy, they're the material of if, if you play the violin that you put between the pad and the violin. You know what I'm oh, talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, Very niche. But Very niche. For all you orchestra covers out there. Girlies. <laughs> For all you orchestra girlies. <laughs> hey, someone's going to know that reference, so. Yep. But I put ended up putting some of those down, and now it just works great because now the rug doesn't move at all. I love it. My kitchen has a blue backsplash, so the colors are just, like, perfect. It was meant to be, and again, for, like, $1. Yeah, I remember when we found it at the bins, we were like, someone needs this. Like, it's so cute. It's, like, yeah, adorable. And then we are like, Betty, I think it goes with your kitchen the best, so you should have it. Yeah. It's really cute. Thanks. Okay, another love it is the most recent one i went to the bins two days ago and i don't know why because if you've listened to our bins episode at the phoenix bins it's huge warehouse the size of the building is way bigger than some bins i don't know is that right yeah compared to yeah yeah i feel like some are just like a normal like room like nothing to see here but at phoenix it's like i swear it's like the epicenter of all bins or something like i don't know what's going on there's a lot of forklifts in the back room and it's very chaotic but so there's like the front room that has all the bins of clothing and then there's the back room that has like everything good furniture flat screen tvs <laughs> don't know that one time they were having I almost a bike a sale the other day but i didn't know how to carry it and Stop. i didn't want to ask so i just didn't and i didn't know if it worked the bikes but, remember the bikes oh yeah yep the bikes yeah there's a lot back going on back there and usually i don't even go back there because it's very overwhelming i'm building up my tolerance to the bins like yeah the front room doesn't really stress me out anymore i i like enjoy going it's fine it's kind of weird still but it's fine but the back room is a different beast, you know? So I don't know what, I think I was just killing time at the bins. I feel like I already looked at the other bins, but I wasn't quite ready to leave. So I was walking around in the back room and I found a brand new looking shark brand steam mop, which I've been oh wanting gosh. one of those. Yeah. For like a dollar at the bins. Like, come on. Actually, I think I had to pay I'm sure it weighed more than one pound. So it was probably like five or six dollars. <laughs> but I found a steam mop and I found a brand new like 
head for it with like a mop set that was like still in the plastic. Yeah, I brought that home. I plugged it in and it works great. So I'm excited to have that. I follow on YouTube and TikTok a following like cleaning channels where they like clean yeah. houses. I don't know. Something's relaxing about it to me. I like having it on in the background or watching them. A lot of them have the steam mops. So I've been really wanting Oh, them. perfect. <laughs> now you can follow along. Yeah, I can follow along. I have one more love it to share. So as podcasters ourselves, we obviously listen to a lot of podcasts. And one of my favorite ones to listen to is The Morning Toast, who they just have the best Good merch. morning, millennials! Exactly, right. yes. That, they have the best merch. They always come out with merch drops. It's always super cute, like light pink girly colors like I've gotten a few things before and I was at Play-Doh's one time just minding my own business going down the racks and I saw a morning toast sweatshirt and I was like this I just like have to take home with me like this would be against the law to leave here so it, it was my size like added it to the collection so that was a really exciting day I also have, it's like tan colored and you gave me one time a, a lounge set or sweatsuit that's the same color tan so I can wear the pants of those and just switch yeah, out the tops. Full. We've come full circle. If you yes. have a comfy sweat set, you're going to be living your best life. <laughs> yes. Especially so. if you're repping one of your favorite podcasts. <laughs> exactly. All right, so that wraps up our love it section, the items we decided to keep. Now we will be switching to the list it. We just wanted to share some of our top items or flips that we've had recently that we're excited about. So would yes. you like to start us off? Yes, so speaking of the devil, the Patagonias I found at the bins, <laughs> yes. I was super happy to find, I know I did give up one for my husband. The other three, and then I ended up finding a fourth Patagonia to sell at Plato's Closet in the last couple of weeks too. So I've been loving having some Patagonia listed on my closet. Yeah. Um, I think one or two of them have already sold. And then the other two are, have been getting a lot of likes. So I'm sure they'll sell very soon. That's a brand that I feel like you've had a lot of luck sourcing and finding. That's a brand that I feel like I don't really know. I didn't really know a lot about like which styles do well or like what to do. I knew at the bins, like I should pick up pretty much everything. Right. I remember when I was at Play-Doh's, I like texted you to be like, is this one cool? And you were like, yes, I have sold that exact one before. You can use my description. Yeah. <laughs> I was so excited for you. I'm like, I have experience with that exact one. So yeah. yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It can be such a rabbit hole. I follow this one reseller. Her Instagram is Seattle Salvage. And being in Seattle you know, people are really into Patagonia. Yep. She, she sells like 80% Patagonias and she'll find like these really cool vintage ones from like the nineties. And she has like the tools to like fix the buttons and restore them in different ways and like remove. She's the one that has the videos about like removing the like company logo on them and stuff yes. like that. It's just so cool. I feel like I get my Patagonia knowledge through her account of her posting about like things she finds. If like I find something similar, I'm like, oh, this might be good. <laughs> Seriously, that's amazing. 
So one of my listits recently, <laughs> the the theme is falling apart here. <laughs> and I know Hillary won't be able to get you this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so last week I found two outdoor voices, like crop top uh, sports bra styles. And honestly, I would have loved it if it would have been my size. I would have kept them <laughs> because yeah. I thought they were so cute. <laughs> which is almost a blessing when it's not. I listed those this past weekend and they sold in a bundle today. So I'm super excited about those. I feel like their tops especially do really well for me and like are quick flips. So that is one I listed and I'm happy about it. I know those sets are so cute. Throwback to our activewear episode. Yes. I need to find a set for myself from there too because I do really like those yeah outdoor voices sets i remember early on when you first found one you're like and i knew it was cool because i have the target knockoff yes (laughs) exactly (laughs) literally that's where we're at (laughs) another find lately we've both had some luck selling johnny was yes so i mentioned it a few episodes ago that i found uh, Johnny was new with tags t-shirt just like passing by on my way to the checkout of a regular Goodwill yeah I, I feel like I got home and kind of like dragged my feet getting it listed but I really regretting it because I listed it finally and it sold within 24 hours for $70 and it was just like a yellow Whoa. embroidered t-shirt that's um, amazing yeah so this was the first time we both found Johnny was right have you found it before this no I've been to the <laughs> <Me> bins <laughs> I went, I've been to the bins with my um, friend, Stephanie, who's a reseller here in Phoenix. And yeah. she found Johnny was at the bins one of the times I was with her, but never personally found. Me neither. But when I was at Buffalo trading up a storm this past weekend. <laughs> wheeling I, and dealing. I was wheeling and dealing with my credits. <laughs> I was looking at the like long dresses because... I could hear your voice in my head that I need to look at dresses more, especially the long ones, because that's where the money is sometimes. I was looking, I'm probably past all Trust these brands. Me. Currently, Lily got like six dresses from what I saw on Instagram. <laughs> in There's deals to be made in the dress section. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so I found these linen overalls that were Johnny Was brand, obviously like super embroidered and in really good condition. Like we were saying Buffalo sometimes marks up their prices really high. Like that's how we're able to get these good trades for our stuff is because they like mark our stuff so high. And they only had them marked at $16. And I was like, I would have just paid with cash. (laughs) (laughs) Cash on the barrel. (laughs) 16 bucks. So yeah, I obviously got those with my credit and they sold on Mercari this week for $94. I got an offer and I was like, oh, didn't have to think about that for a split second before I hit accept. So that was really exciting. Same, my first experience with the brand and it was a really quick flip and a really good profit for me. So that was like yes. best case scenario of the the Buffalo trading, you know? It's yeah, like, that's like what you're looking for, where you switch out a couple of things you had for a while and get something that's going to sell in like a couple of days for $100. Like, right, right. exactly. Win, win, win. 
Um, another thing I've been loving to pick up lately to list, I've been doing a little more experimenting with some like home decor items, especially from the bins. I found these like really cool kind of like boho brown wool pillowcases at the bins a few weeks ago. And I was just posting a haul on Instagram and someone ended up actually just buying them on Instagram outright, which was like really cool. Mm. And ever since then, I've, I feel like I hadn't really even been looking at the bins that I could clearly tell were just like blankets and pillows. But since I sold those pillowcases, I'm now like kind of keeping an eye out. I've also been kind of inspired by the Instagram account styled by Carly. She has been picking up like if she finds like anthropology blankets or pillows or um, even like vintage, like glassware sets that she finds at Goodwill, sometimes it's like they have the glasses marked for like 50 cents each. And then she'll look mm. up on line and they're like a certain vintage glassware set that sells for like $80 if you have the whole set. And she even, this is very off topic, but she even posted that she had looked at the book section and found like a stack of textbooks that she was able to sell really fast on Mercari. They were like nursing books that Mm. someone must have used for a class. And she, I think in her Instagram story even said, that's what she loves about reselling is if you aren't finding clothes, check the other sections. There might be other stuff of value you could resell. And that kind of inspired me to like, Yeah. yeah, I should be like looking around and not put myself in a corner of only being able to source clothing if you could make a little bit of money on some other categories i know we talked about for our goals for 2022 we wanted to branch out a little bit yeah so yeah i found some really cute like vintage boho like throw blankets and pillowcases lately so i'm excited to try listing those and seeing you know if there's a different platform that they sell better on than others or how that kind of all works because at the bins you're only paying like a dollar or two for them still. So it's a good place to kind of experiment with some of that if they're in good condition. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, The textbook thing. (laughs) So when I was in college, the college I went to had like a rental system. And one semester I was like returning my books. And on the way out, they had like a box that was like free books because it was like a textbook they weren't using anymore or something. Yeah, you could just donate your own ones and get rid of them. So I, I like took some books and I sold them on one of those like textbook rental website things. Yeah. <laughs> and I flipped the books. Yeah. Mom brought that up to me recently. I was like, I totally forgot I did that. You've been, been reselling, reselling longer than you thought. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know. I, I guess I've kind of known, I think before I knew really about how big clothing reselling was on like yeah. work and stuff with like people doing full-time reselling. I kind of knew people did look for textbooks and try to flip them on like Amazon mm. or on like, yeah, you know, I can't, was, is it like Chegg? Was that like a textbook? That's what's ringing yeah. bell in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, oh my gosh, she's so smart. She said she found a stack of these nursing books or like, it was like science textbook for a college yeah. class. Those um, are expensive. So. I know at the bins. And then she, <laughs> she said crazy. they sold like, they sold like later that day, like she posted a cart pick of them in the cart. And then she's like, these sold for like 40 or $50 each or whatever. A wow. little bit later. It's crazy. Yeah. That was like kind of inspiring to see. Yeah, something to keep in mind. That's awesome. Highly recommend Style by Carly's account too. Like, I feel like she was the first, one of the first resellers I ever found. I feel like I saw 
a reel of her before I even knew what reselling really was. That's awesome. She posts really good tips. Lots of good shout outs uh, of accounts in today's yes. episode. I'm loving it. All right. So I think that's all of our love it or list it today, but this was really fun to do. I feel like it'd be fun to come back to later on and see if there's any new items that we're loving that we thrifted too. Yes, and kind of falls in the spirit of Valentine's Day right around the corner. Mm, with yes. Love it or list it. Love <laughs> it, hopefully. <laughs> list him. <laughs> just, just kidding. <laughs> awesome. Well, that brings us to our last segment, our favorite segment, our goal. Goals update. Oh, I forgot to share this when we were talking about our listener win and the email we received, but because we didn't read the whole email, but I thought it was really cute how she, at the end of the email, wrote like, she was talking about her goals and she wrote like, goals up yeah. in parentheses. <laughs> I'm like, yes! <laughs> That's amazing. I love it. <laughs> I know. I'm always like, are we going to ever get a real theme song or something for that? And it's like, no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's got to be live. Come on. It's got to be live. Anyway, what, how is your month going? What's going on? Yeah. So we, I don't think we've set on the podcast our goals for January yet. So we'll kind of back up and do that. Awesome. So my goal for this month is $1,000 in gross sales. And then I wanted to try out the Posher VA service this month for the first time so those were my goals and we're about two-thirds into the month and my updates are it's going pretty well so I'm at 792 for the month I'm on pace to reach my goal I'm feeling really good about that and I have been trying the Posture VA trial they give you like a two-week trial to test out all the features. I think my trial ends in a couple days, so I have to make the decision of like, what am I gonna do next? I think I was a little too, like I was unrealistic with how it was gonna work. For some reason, I thought it was gonna be like this boom of sale. You made a good point the other day where it is nice because you, it shares, the big perk is it shares your closet more automatically. And, you know, you can kind of just let it run behind the scenes. And there's some other features, too, with listing and delisting old items that are nice. When I was frustrated about how my sales haven't just been spiking since I started the trial, you mentioned, like, well, you, if you're typically sharing your closet a few times a day already, it's not going to be, like, this huge difference. It's more just, like, you don't have to, like, manually do it or even think about it. So I totally agree that that's like a big perk where it's just been like kind of off my plate to do some of these tasks that I would maybe be a little more involved with normally, not necessarily like manually sharing my closet, but. I mean, we when we first were reselling, I don't think really anyone, unless you actually hired like a person to be your virtual assistant, most people were actually like yeah. sharing their closet by sharing each item multiple multiple times a day clicking every item in your closet like back in 2020 when we first joined even on instagram that was like the normal like right and 
you know, we've had, we've had our own like automation thing that we've been using, you know, for the last over a year now, even before that, we've always been consistent with sharing our own closets with our own automation tool or before that manually three or more times a day, every single day, like morning, noon, and night. I've had posture VA, I think the last probably like September. So I've had it for like four months. Yeah. I think it's like, it doesn't, if you're, if you're consistent with sending out offers on everything and sharing your own closet consistently every single day and like messaging everyone, personal message about everything, you're able to like, it's not going to make you more sales necessarily just because it's able to share maybe a few more times a day. It's more just like taking it off your plate. That's like the perk of it. That, that That's why I've kind of kept it, I think, is just because it just buys back so much time that I could be spending like cross-listing to other platforms or... You know, yeah. there's just other things that I think would actually make more money if I wasn't, if you're not the one that actually has to go in and share your own closet. Definitely. But yeah. Yeah. So if you were thinking, if you were thinking like, oh, I'm going to get posture VA and my sales are going to like quadruple overnight just by doing that when you've already been being pretty consistent, then yeah, it's probably going to disappoint you a little bit. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it, I have noticed I have gotten more likes in the, like, yeah. The time frame that I have had it because it has been sharing a little more consistently. I do like too, it shows you like the stats of like how many shares you've had that day and how many offers have been sent. It's kind of cool to just have that all summarized. Not like I'm like doing anything with that information, but it's just kind of cool to look at. So I don't know. I might keep it going for a couple months here just while my full-time job is more busy and I have less time to be like focusing on Poshmark and then maybe reevaluate once it slows down a little bit. Yeah, that's kind of my update right now. Haven't totally made a decision about that yet. Luckily, it's not too high of a price point. So it's not like a big decision either way. And I could always add it or delete it. It's not like you're locked in for a, yeah. a long time or something like that. I think they have a pretty fair price for what it for, is yeah and some of the other features like i feel like one of the features that we both really like is the bulk offers especially during a busy season of life to just be able to click a button and send out the offers to your whole closet is really nice because yeah. that that's something that even when we, we were doing the friday offers that we were trying to do them all manually it is time consuming to do that so as a time saver i think it is worth it but yeah you could definitely do everything it's doing on your own too and make good sales i think you will notice too because like you said it seems like it does help accumulate just more notifications Activity, i guess and people yeah. yeah people liking and bundling items even if they don't end up buying them then but it has been nice because i feel like i've ran two sales since i've had it and there's just so many more people to reach out to mm. when you have all these likes that have been accumulating because it is able to share more than we can. Maybe I should run a sale. <laughs> yeah, I'm run a sale because I think it, I think you should. I think <laughs> let it run for like another two weeks and then have a sale from like, I can just tell such a, diff such a difference with that because it's like when we ran our sales over the summer before I was using Posture VA and I was just using our own sharing thing that we were running like three or four times a day. Oh my gosh, there's like almost quadruple the amount of people that have liked items. Yeah. Even though my sales seem pretty much the same, it's like there's just more people to reach out to. You're just getting more tra more traffic to your closet more consistently. Okay, so my goals for this month are to make 5,000 in sales and to continue incorporating our Buffalo trading and Play-Dohs. Yes. I've still been I've still been trading there even though 
Some of the payouts have been pretty rough there, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it's like even sometimes like I get it okay, like they'll be like, okay, we're gonna give you like forty dollars, but we're taking like fifty things. <laughs> so it's just not really <laughs> but it's like it's not really adding up. Uh Buffalo, I've been really liking trading there because with the trading credit versus the cash, it's just such a good deal. Um yeah. to be able to switch it out for some better items. But yeah, so for sales right now. I'm at $3,100. I did just sell that $60 pair of jeans, Maddie, <gasps> while we were recording. Ding, ding, ding. Um, so I love I'm when that happens. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty well on track to hit my sales goal for this month, which would be awesome. Yeah. Buffalo, we talked a little bit about our strategy with that earlier on, so... I won't go into that again, but it's going well. I'm, I've been, I think, every single week the last three weeks to Buffalo with some with a mix of old inventory and new stuff from the bins. It's worked out. I've been able to get some really good inventory that way through trading. That's awesome. Well, we'll keep you guys updated where, where we end the month here. Other than that, that's it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions or listener wins, please feel free to send us an email at sistersuposh at gmail.com. Otherwise, you can always reach out, reach out to us on Instagram at sistersuposh. Yes, we'd love to see items that you guys have decided to, to love it rather than list it too. I feel like it's so fun to see what people buy for themselves when they happen to be out yes. sourcing for their Poshmark. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to ask on Instagram like, what people's favorite things they've sourced and kept from themselves is because yeah. that's like the secret perk of reselling is you're just always out there thrifting so you can come across some pretty cool yeah. things for yourself all right well we will be back next week with another episode and we'll talk to you then love you say love you too bye bye